Yeah, it's so good. It's so bad that it's good. That is the wrong answer, actually. <laughs> it's just a wild romp. I am feeling this. Yeah, yeah, yeah! All of them! What are you talking yourself into? I'm trying to talk myself into that. This is what this podcast is for. We're also trying to talk you into it. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into, the podcast where a group of friends try to talk each other, and maybe even you, into liking what we like. This episode is Love on Netflix. My name is Jimmy, and my Mario Remasters video has over 1,200 views now, and I'm very anxious about it. <laughs> my name is Jeff, and when I moved to a new town in sixth grade, I thought, what better way to make new friends than by wearing a teal sweatshirt with a tiger's face printed on the front? The answer is anyway. Literally anyway is a better way to make friends than by wearing a teal sweatshirt with a tiger's face printed on the front. My name is Dan, and I'm pretty sure that hanging pictures is the worst part of any home redecorating project. Oh my yep. god. I'm looking at these right now, and I'm like, he hung them pretty well. It's a little off-center, but way better than I would have ever done. Off-center which way? In in the middle, the one on the, the row on the bottom, it's a little to the No, left. it has to be, because <laughs> the one on the right and the one on the far left are not the same frame oh, size. Oh, okay. So it's actually the best that it okay. could possibly yeah, be. Yeah, so my home is old. And some of the walls are thin plaster and pictures fall frequently. So I have to like put certain weights on certain walls and see some I pictures I just can't even have up anymore. I don't have that problem. My problem is just that when I'm hanging multiple pictures, I'm OCD about getting the spacing correct yeah. and everything. Yeah. So I got these that took me like a day to do all the measurements <laughs> and leveling and stuff. So I we're I, referencing five pictures that I hung up. Yeah, in my I had like these three decorative like squares that I wanted to put on my wall diagonally uh -huh. in my bedroom. And I, I did measure, but I was like, I'm bad at geometry and I'm not going to get this right. Came out flipping perfect. Yeah, I'm like, I thought I was Bob the Builder. I've yeah, never so. eyeballed anything correctly. Yeah. So, but uh, you've been in my living room before. Mm, uh, yeah. my, my life's idea was to just like put random things up everywhere. That's the best way because they just, it's like random. Yeah. But it's it looks nice. Yeah. You have like twenty pictures of family, different kinds of frames. And you stuff. have to have enough stuff that it looks like it's on purpose. Though. Right. No, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. So, Jim, your video is doing well. You're anxious yeah. that you're going to get too famous. <laughs> well, it, are you it's... an influencer now? No. Um. But I, I'm a little nervous about it because like I'm. Well, I take criticism pretty hard. Um, <laughs> and like, I I enjoy making videos just for the joy of making them. It was them. a good video. I don't even oh, like Mario, you. but it was good. I appreciate yeah. that. But, um, like, honestly, I, I just enjoy making that kind of content. So, like, as soon as it, like, started getting, like, oh, cool, it got, like, 300 views. Oh, shit, it's at 600. And, like, literally, it was, it was at about, like, 750 for, like, a couple of weeks. And I was like, all right, that's about where it's about to plateau. And then immediately, like two in two days, I got like four hundred views. Cool. And I was like, very oh, cool. shit. Um, Do you promote the podcast on this? I did. Yeah, at the okay, end. Okay, good. Mm, should have um, been at the beginning. <laughs> should have been on a talk me into page. <laughs> um, but um, I'm going to be like I was talking. I've very early talked me into. I remember talking about this series idea that I had called Late to the Game, where I review yes. old games um in a modern perspective. It was an idea that you took from someone else, and you didn't want them to take back from you. 
I remember correctly. No, I didn't take it from them, but <laughs> I, I wanted to keep a similar format and like production value that that person did. Scott the Waz, who I'm a really big fan of now, actually. He's probably my favorite content creator on YouTube. Mm. Um, but uh, I'm going to be doing that soon. And honestly, if the channel is getting this sort of uh, traction with the algorithm, I could definitely see myself like getting into the thousands subscribers era and then uh, quitting cool. the podcast and then quitting the podcast yeah. i'm cool. gonna be done with this yeah that's and, uh, the right decision no, what, yeah. what would happen last time i ran a podcast don't do this <laughs> that would be really i'll funny. still run this one you know speaking <laughs> of youtube oh i want to interject real quick oh we're starting with that one yeah all right let's get to the i good was gonna stuff. start with the fun stuff yeah uh so so on our youtube page which you can find by searching talk me into on youtube one of the things we, we posted was a little video of Jeff uh, talking himself into becoming a father. It was the way he announced uh, his his and his wife's pregnancy yes. to us. And it's a very adorable, heartwarming little clip. I encourage all you to check it out. Uh, recently, we got, we got a comment on that video. <laughs> yeah. And it was posted by a user named TMCG. Uh, it doesn't really have anything to do with that video. Just, nope. a, no, just an opportunity no. to attack me. Um, it says just caught your red letter media episode and Dan is the biggest white knight I've ever heard who is projecting racism upon the red letter crew absolutely disgusting real left winger there so first off I want to say thank you um, because I am a real left winger I I am very encouraged to hear that that's coming through Um, also you know we've talked internally about this review and Mm -hmm. whether we were going to address it or not um I don't I I I can see how you may feel that I was harsh on the red letter media guys. I I have no personal problems with them. I think yeah. they make good content. Um I think what I was trying to get across in that episode was that it's it's not for me and uh some of their their stuff um their criticisms. Yeah, some of their criticisms to me is is a little close to the problematic stuff that I'm right. familiar with. So on the I, I think the problem with that episode was, is that you did equate those two things where they were running parallel, but, but I never said that they were, no, I said yeah. that their language and the way they handled certain issues, people like this commenter. So right. this commenter yeah. proved your point. Exactly. By leaving a comment. Yeah. And uh, people who use terminology like white knight, I don't know that, but it feels like a, uh, like a dog whistle. Yeah. It feels like terminology used by the alt-right or by comics gate um like snowflake and stuff like right. that yeah so uh i am encouraged that he doesn't like me that's what i'm going <laughs> for with my entire life i i almost wonder if he's on mine and jeff's side which is really funny because, because like, we're not we're also very yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're all the same dan yeah. and i just had a disagreement yeah. about like a specific topic right and i wasn't saying and it wasn't even race it was uh sexism. more about sexism yeah. and misogyny but what i was saying is that it wasn't for me because some of their stuff reminded me of stuff that I find problematic. I right. never accused them of being racist or sexist, and I didn't accuse anyone who liked them of being racist or sexist. All I said is that some of their language and opinions are indicative of things that I don't like. Right. Yeah. But if you feel that way, feel free to write in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Comment uh, on a video that's very positive and exciting. Do you know yeah. another way to get your comment read on our show? How? By leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And we'll review it. Which we'll is what it. K. Sullivan 245 did. 
Fun show. Five stars. I'm a hardcore Twilight Zone fan and found this podcast when searching for new TZ-related shows. I listened to the TZ episode in S-Town, and now I'm hooked. I love trying to get people into my fandom, so listening to people discovering new things is a treat. If you've ever told a friend about a show you love and tried to talk them into it, this show is for you. I hope I talked you into this show because it's great. You love to hear it. Yeah, you talked me into talk me into, Kay. They got it. They get what the episode is about. Yeah. And uh, even if you want to trash us, leave a five-star review and we'll read it. Yeah, Yeah. we'll read that comment again. The only reason we read that is because it's on my baby video and I'm pretty upset about it. (laughs) Talk about how cute my daughter is. Yeah. And that's You should have been like, Jeff and his family are adorable and Dan is a white knight and then go on your diet. Yeah, yeah. At least address the fact that it's adorable. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, of course, like being me, I had to look at their uh, profile. Oh, I was wondering if they don't have any videos, but one of their favorited videos is Obama bloopers. And I was like, there you go. (laughs) Go yourself. Sorry, Jim. Thanks, Obama. This is the part of the show where we talk ourselves into things. We tell the audience little things. Just tiny little things. If this is your first time listening, I'm explaining to you now what we're doing. So you're not like, I thought we were talking about the, the show Love yeah. on Netflix. And thank God you're doing it because I can't explain it. For yeah, we gave anything. Jimmy a really good break here because we've. Re- this is our <laughs> second, you know, first half of the episodes that we've recorded today. And uh, I did one and Jeff did one. Yeah, I'm Usually we make them, Jimmy so. do all of them because yeah. he's bad at them. So uh, it'll be a month before the next time. What? He's going to do it every week now. Yeah. No punishment. Yep, that's the new rule. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this week, uh, I'm talking myself into deleting Facebook and here's why we've talked about this a lot on the show we have, and yeah. this is something I've been wanting Everyone to do struggles with social forever. media. Well, the only reason why I have it is because like, I have a lot of pictures and communications on there from mm-hmm. years. Um, and I started getting every single time I get like any sort of notification, it comes through on my phone. I was like, screw this. So I went to the settings and I was doing a deep dive into push notifications and all this yeah, finagling everything. And I got deep into the Facebook settings and I found a setting I heard about that I thought was a thing of folklore, <laughs> which I heard on a podcast about murder because you can, you can log into your Facebook account and request like a packet. It's a huge zip file of literally everything you've ever done on Facebook. You can do that on Twitter too. Pictures, videos, comments, every message you've ever sent on Messenger. Mm -hmm. And it's all organized perfectly. Like it's the layout is so easy Mm -hmm. to navigate. And I was like, all right, I'll request this. It was three gigs, which is a lot for like photos and text. Yeah. It shows you your poke history. Like there's everything in there. So I downloaded it like 10 minutes later. They're like, ready to go, ready to download. So I downloaded it. I was like, I have every picture. There's like family members who have passed. There's video. There's all this stuff. And I was like, I don't need Facebook anymore. Wow. Get the hell out of here. Did you look through your history? Did you find anything problematic? Not really. I mean, nothing that like the, my, this day. A lot of pictures of your own feces. Feces. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, but I, I've there's there's cringy stuff but there's cringy stuff you're lucky you've only dated two women in your life because those are the fun things on this day 10 years ago you were with so and so oh there's still stuff in there like love you and i was like did we (laughs) (laughs) did we really i i've I've been deleting that stuff as it pops up but uh yeah no it's uh if you want to get rid of facebook but you haven't really pulled the trigger uh go for it because it's like they give you everything. So I just have the zip file of literally everything. There's no reason to keep it anymore. 
Yeah, the only reason I keep mine is because there's a lot of old people in my family, including my parents, who just, that's the only way they communicate is through Facebook. I literally, came, shame in, because... I literally came in today with your dad saying, did you uh, accept the invite for the Labor Day thing? And I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. It kind of sucks because Messenger is pretty easy to use and you can have group chats on there, but, you know, we don't need it. Yeah. 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 Screw it. Jimmy, what are you screwing this week? <laughs> so this is actually... I wouldn't say I've been talking myself into it. It's it hasn't been on my then list. Don't I, do it. It hasn't been on my list, but like it's something that I've wanted to talk about for a while, and I just kept on forgetting about it. But I have been talking myself into the application Discord. Oh, oh you, yeah, um, Jeff. I think you're familiar with it. Before. I, I use think we've it talked for about it when I was in a D and D run, and I use it for voice chat when I play Magic with friend mm. of the show Dante. Right. Yeah. So I've been using Discord for a couple of different things. I'm a part of two pretty prominent Discord communities. Um, one of them. Body da. <laughs> Look at me. I'm King James. Oh, <laughs> King James. <laughs> Here's my Bible. Yeah. Um. I've been um, part of the, uh, as we talked about before, the WDGR podcast. Yes. I've been um, part of that community pretty actively whenever I can. I'll uh, throw in some mailbag suggestions and stuff on there and have some conversations about video games. And the other one is also video game related because Discord is pretty much a video game sort of application. And it's yeah, it's, about... it's gaming and porn. <laughs> yeah, pretty I much. I try to use it for that. Too confusing. <laughs> Too much. Um, another one is uh, for uh, the community for Video Games Awesome, which I've been watching for a long time. I've mentioned it on the podcast before. Um, I've been watching that show for probably like 10 years, probably even longer than that. But part of that uh, Turbo community on their own Discord now, and that's pretty exciting. And of course, as soon as um, all this COVID shit started happening, I was like, oh, I can't hang out with my friends and like, Every every so often we'll all get together, have our webcams on. It's basically like Zoom, but it's Zoom for millennial hackers. Oh, they have yeah. cams on the desktop version. Yeah, I just use it on my phone. And you can actually, I think you can use cameras on your phone for mm. that too. Um, cool. But yeah, we we did that. Played some video games together. Watched some uh, old videos that our friends have made and made fun of them. And did you like talk about how women shouldn't be involved in video games yeah because that's what like discord was founded on right yeah that's that's pretty much what we we talk about yeah. we're uh we're all we're all for that for total gamergate bros yeah yeah nice yeah oh sure. gamergate's a thing too sweet yeah that's that's, what, what that's the started. first gate dude yeah. water well yeah well, but yeah. i mean for nerds <laughs> gamergate oh, okay. then comics gate oh yeah. okay yeah if you put gate after every anything, you know it's problematic. Pizza gate. Yeah. I love pizza. Ooh. Dude, um, we're a couple bad moments away from Jeff gate. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yes, that's uh I've been I've been really into Discord. I've been I use it pretty much daily now, so um really ah. into it. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Dan. Very very cool. Dan. Yeah, I've been talking myself into something that I never thought would happen. I think this is like the second time in recent memory, and I don't feel like you guys made a big enough deal about it is I'm talking myself <laughs> into a YouTube channel okay okay you guys make that seem like no big deal because it's you and you watch youtube but for me but for me that's like i'm talking myself into driving a car i do it every day yeah, but you should be inspired you guys I'm have brought excited. me to this point i have i'm excited what youtube channel have you been talked into one that's probably or like super into. obvious that everyone knows about and loves <laughs> but i'm just discovering is emmy made in japan are you Never familiar with this no. really Wait, is it the cooking show 
But she does cooking stuff. I follow her on Facebook. I'm a huge fan this last month. That's how I discovered her, actually, oh from gosh. Facebook videos. But she has a huge YouTube fe- wow. following. <laughs> she has tons of videos I, like, on YouTube. I just found her, and I was like, she has a lot of stuff, and it's great. Yeah, it's all very oh, good. Oh, this is gr- very good. Jimmy, we're talking you into this. All right. Yeah. Uh, she's a, a YouTube personality. She's a home cook, food enthusiast. Um, she has a variety of sort of like running series she doesn't have them officially named but they're definitely themed mm. so one thing that she does are uh prison recipes okay she actually, oh, i like, watched i watched a guy make prison cheesecake the other day yeah so i've seen her make prison burritos i've seen her make pruno which is the prison wine mm-hmm. I, I mean she hasn't been to prison but she has a recipe <laughs> book um another series that she does is she opens she does a uh, unboxing and tasting videos of mres from throughout the world did you see the canned hamburger one yes i did oh so that's like part of that series too survival foods things like that mres are meals ready to yeah yeah um and then she also does um a lot of uh like where her youtube name comes from are like weird snack foods and desserts that you can get in japan that you can't get here she has like a catchphrase that i don't know what it means it's but i ja- heard it. it's japanese i heard it in another show it too. means like bottoms up or this something. is good because now i have to go to youtube because i'm getting rid of facebook yeah because <laughs> like I, I i like the video she had a video of um antique kitchen tools that's the first one i saw yeah there's a lot like, oh, this is cool there's a lot of good ones i like it um she does some like ramen hacks and stuff like that and she also like weird ingredients really like weird outdated recipes like mayonnaise salad and she stuff made like that. chocolate from a cocoa bean yeah like she had a huge cocoa bean and just made a chocolate bar cool so yeah it's intense it's uh her channel's really good she's a she's a very good host the production values yeah. are really good she's funny and if you're interested in food she runs the gamut of like not normal things like she's not making like a grilled chicken breast or you know like right chicken parmesan or roast beef things that you could see anywhere she's like making and tasting very out of the ordinary things which i enjoy and i got my niece evie watching it well she's when like, we come back we're talking jimmy into emmy made <laughs> she, my niece is like can you buy me some of those canned cupcakes because we watched that video yeah. and i was like sure and then i go online and they're like 60 dollars each and i was like no nope. <laughs> so yeah emmy made in japan yeah. check it out it's fun more youtube guys yes do you love love i hate hate haters does that make me love love yes i used to love love until it was taken from me oh boy we're gonna get real sad (laughs) so this is a series that i remember coming out at a very specific how old were you when you came out uh i was probably like 16 like uh just kidding Um, um Um, this show came out, I think in 2000, it was, I think it was 2015, 2014. Yeah. Yeah. About that. Um, it it was at a time in my life when I was in a pretty serious relationship and like most serious relationships, you find problems and, um, yeah, (laughs) sometimes they end. Um, so at that time, this show drops called love, which was created by Judd Apatow which is a man that... Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a man that I'm sure Dan and Jeff know, sp- um, specifically did... Personally. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good friends. <laughs> uh, 40-year-old virgin. Um, knocked, knocked up. Knocked up. Funny oh, wow. people. Grown-ups. Undeclared. He did grown-ups? No. No, he didn't. I'm wrong. Yeah. 
Um, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Did. I'm a big Judd Apatow mm-hmm. fan. So as soon as I saw this was coming, I was like, ooh, this is exciting. The Judd Apatow show. That's going to be pretty cool. This is a show I probably would have watched anyway because it's on Netflix. Mm. But uh, what really drew me to it was Paul Rust. Mm. He is the main character in the show. Yeah, and I should say that Jeff is also a big fan of this oh, show. Oh, yeah. Too. Love it. And um, I'm a huge fan of Paul Rust on Comedy Bang Bang mm. with his new no-nos. Very funny stuff. And he like co-wrote and produced the last Pee Wee movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's a, he's a funny boy. Yeah. Not classically handsome, but he's no. the starring <laughs> role in this uh, romantic comedy. Yeah, which with, is uh, very Gillian fun. Jacobs. Yeah. So Gillian Jacobs, she's like the famous one that yeah. would like draw people's attention. Yeah. But there's a lot of like comedians on their level that Dan sure. probably knows. Who's Gillian Jacobs? What do I know her from? She was in a community. community. Okay. She was the attractive girl in community that wasn't Allison Brie. Community, but I, I recognize the name. Um yeah, she was in a bunch of stuff. You'll recognize her as she soon was as you see her. She was not in X Files, was she? No, no. That is Gillian Anderson. Gillian Anderson, whatever. Gillian Anderson. Gotcha. Um so this show, it's probably the most realistic look at a relationship, I would say. At least in in mainstream television. Um it goes through a lot of the stuff that were um honestly it gets a little bit more romanticized in, in like in rom-coms or television where this show goes through a lot of like a lot of the mundane aspects like oh are we falling mm-hmm. into a rut um how can we do things to spice this spice this up problems in the bedroom um just a whole lot of stuff and plus it's also set in like this is where it was like, whoa, this show is like literally made for me because like, yeah, I was in a long term relationship, but the dude is like a PA and like wants to be a writer and is like basically in Hollywood pursuing the dream. And I was like, oh, boy, the show is made for me. Yeah. And it's very funny and very emotional and it's balanced really well. Yes. Uh as Judd Apatow always does. That's one of my favorite things about him is that he always he does comedy with a real like he brings the feels. Yeah. It's not cheesy. Yes, agreed. Um so I'm really excited to rewatch this because I haven't watched it since it ended. Yeah, um, so which Dan, is like a few years yeah, ago. The good thing about this, well, I guess it's not good cuz maybe <laughs> more would be better, but yeah. the good thing is it's 3 seasons and it is a complete story. Yes. So okay. it ends. The last episode, that's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. So if you're talked into it's, it, it's contained three short uh, seasons. Yeah. And Jimmy and I haven't watched in a while, so we don't remember and we didn't do any research, <laughs> but we're just going to have you watch the first three episodes of season one. Okay. Don't know if that's a good ending point. Yeah. <laughs> don't remember at all, but you'll like it. We might text you and be like, all right, watch the next episode, but I, I doubt that's going to happen. It's very well made. The characters are great. The acting is great. The comedy is great. The love is lovely. So do you guys know my exposure to this show? I don't. Nope. When this first came out, I remember hearing one of you or both of you talk about it, and Probably I tried maybe. on two separate attempts to watch it, and somehow... So why are we doing this episode? Listen, because I never actually saw it. You watched the movie. I watched Gaspar Knows Love, <laughs> which is a very erotic, <laughs> uh, non-rated film, which is a good movie, Yeah, if not a little I've heard strange. I've movie's actually pretty good. It is. Uh and then on my second attempt, see, this is because I have a really bad memory. I was like, what is the name of that show that Jeff and Jimmy keep talking about? Oh, yes. Here it is right on Netflix's homepage. It's called Easy. I didn't know Mark <laughs> Maron was in this. <laughs> so I started watching Easy, Easy, which I also really liked and that watched all the too. seasons I, of that. I think Love's better. I, I never Agreed. got to see if, Love, If though. you have to compare them, I would say Love is better than Easy. So, yeah, I, I have not seen Love at all, even though I've attempted to. 
Okay, well, <laughs> I and hope... if that's not a metaphor for my own life, I don't know what is. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> All right, so we're going to watch the first three episodes of Love, and we are going to talk Dan into it because it's a very good show. You will try. Star Wars. You know, I got it. Was it? You will try. That's from Star Wars. Yeah. But I don't know what all that. You turned it into a disco song. The Star Wars disco song. Love is touch. Love is kind. Touch is love. Love is knowing. No, just... You guys aren't John Lennon fans at all, Jim? I mean, looking at it's you. Fine. <laughs> Never heard of him. Uh, so guys, John Lemon. Yeah, yeah. John, he's like John Legend, but not as talented. Okay, Jack oh, okay. Lemon. Yeah, uh, Jack Lemon. He. Uh, so guys, we watched three episodes of the Netflix series. Love. The kind you clean up with a mop and bucket? Like the Lost Catacombs of Egypt, only God knows where you stuck it. I don't, I don't understand. Hieroglyphics? Bloodhound Gang, anybody? Nope. <laughs> you know John Lennon, but you don't know who the Bloodhound Gang is. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, it's uh, according to Netflix uh, on Wikipedia, it's an American romantic comedy web television series created by Judd Apatow. It sure it's is. not wrong. Yeah. You're absolutely right on that one. Uh, so we watched the first three episodes. I like the way it's sort of laid out. Um, we get to see the end of each of their prior relationships. Yeah. I'm assuming, uh, we're gearing up towards the union of Gus and whatever Mickey. her name was. Mickey. Mickey thank whatever you. her name I wanted was. to call her Missy for some reason. It's Mickey. Um, Paul Rust plays, uh. Gus. Gus Cruikshank. Yeah, which is funny because all I could think of was Cruikshanks. Which Hermione's is, cat. Which is also funny because I was recently in a walk-in and they were playing Sister Act on Netflix very loudly for some reason. <laughs> and one of the writer's last names was Cruikshank. Oh. And I was like, I wonder if he got this from Sister Act because that's a Paul Rust thing so to do. So back to the uh, television show that we're talking <laughs> about. Um, this show should also be called actors you've seen before but don't know where yep because like every person in this show i'm like oh that's uh yeah, yeah that's Gus, that person Gus's ex-girlfriend is lily from the at&t commercials oh, oh that yeah. is a yeah. thing um i don't like there's so many people in this but uh yeah. basically like um gus is in a relationship with a woman and uh, they seem to be, like, moving forward. We find out that they're about to move in together. They're picking a carpet together. Which she's a little bit controlling. She's like, what do you think of this carpet? And he's like, it's like a pattern with three variant colors. And yeah. he's like, oh, I like the orange one. She's like, I was thinking the blue. He's like, yeah, or the blue. Mm-hmm. And uh, He's a simp. Yeah. He's <laughs> simping for sure. Nice. Uh, and then we get a scene where um, they have an argument over him wanting to say I love you too frequently, which... Mm-hmm feels like a thing that would happen to me if i was ever in a long enough relationship okay <laughs> i could really need that. to equate it to your own life huh Dan? it just rings true is what i'm yeah, saying it is um and uh the argument just keeps spiraling and he's like why are you saying this why are you saying this and she's like i f-ed another dude sorry yeah jim. sorry jim yeah uh and i was like oh yeah because i didn't know a lot about this series i thought they were the couple that oh. we were going to be watching okay for multiple seasons so i was like yo this is crazy are they going to get back together after this yeah but then we sort of um segue like i said we're sort of juxtapositioning uh gus's story with mickey's story mm-hmm. yeah which mickey is sort of like in an opposite type relationship 
Yeah. Where she's with a guy who... Who like, wears circle jerk t-shirts. Do you know who that guy is? Seen him life? before. Don't know who he is. Do you recognize his voice? Let me just put that mm, out there no. and see if that tempts you. I'm going to try to find his name because I can't remember. Jim. But what I can Mark tell you... Mark it off on bingo when Dan tries to wiki <laughs> yeah. somebody's name. Is that <laughs> he is the voice of Comedy Central. Coming oh, really? up next on Comedy Central. Really? Yeah. He's a comedian. That's funny. Now it's going to really bother me, guys. I'll just sit here for five more minutes and wait for you to find something that absolutely doesn't matter to anything in this podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a comedian, and uh, he does the voice for the Comedy Central commercials. But, but yeah, so he's a, he's like a drug addict, and she's like trying to get rid of him, but also like wants the like friends with benefits type right, vibe. Yeah. I I also like in this show how they take the classic love story <laughs> tropes and they kind of flip it because usually yeah. it's the yep. guy that's down in his luck and the needy woman or exactly whatever. and in this case Gus is kind of has his shit together but a bad relationship and Mickey is just like totally yeah she's sort of a hot mess down and out you find out later she's like recovering from drugs and all that oh spoilers. By the way, we should say we're going to spoil the first three episodes. Yeah. We well, I mean, I think you see that in the three episodes that there's some things laid down. Well, I think she's got a pass. That yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But she's basically like sort of like trying to get out of this relationship, but not committing to it. <laughs> this boy cannot stop eating or drinking. We we sip through the show. I have a, a can of soda, too. I take little sips away from the mic. This dude's popping San Pelly's over here. Ooh. Literally five seconds before we started recording, my shirts are getting tighter. It's San Pellegrino, guys. Relax. <laughs> um, Just funny. So anyways, yeah. So she's like sort of stuck in this like not healthy relationship. I do love the whole scene of when uh, he's waiting for his mom to pick him up. Yeah. And yeah. then she's she like, you're not leaving right now, are you? And then she says a very yeah. profane, disgusting thing. You say that in front of my mom? Oh, yeah. That was pretty funny. And he's, she's like, you're really leaving. And he's like, yes, I'm really leaving. And she's like, you're is still inside me yeah it is so good sorry jim yeah. no it's fine uh, i was gonna say it anyways and, and that's that's juxtaposed with but, but what uh, i also love though okay. sorry to cut you off but I, I was trying to say this before is that um so gus's relationship is is bad but on the surface seems good right right they are like living this like quote-unquote normal happy couple life but she's cheating on him yeah and then we find out later maybe she wasn't she was just trying to get rid of him whatever it's not healthy whereas um mickey's relationship at its core is not great but they're also not holding up pretenses like right um her significant other i forget his name he's not like hurting her he just like isn't giving her what she wants out of the relationship he's like a mama's boy and he's not devoted to her and he's got drug problems and stuff it's an interesting way to show two relationships that are unhealthy and unsuccessful without people being like victimized. Right. Yeah. Which I liked. I do like as far as storytelling goes in a visual medium such as television, um, when they do mention the orange and blue carpet and there's like a little time jump, there's two time jumps in this episode. Yeah. And when you see Gus leaving, he's walking over the blue carpet that's laid down. Mm-hmm. So he gave in to what she wanted and then yep. he's walking out on that. I thought that was really good story and visual storytelling. That carries oh, yeah. through because it when does. you see Gus in his new crappy apartment, he has the the blue carpet down. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It follows through later on. Too. Which is also humorous because um, in this nice large house that they lived in together, this was an area rug, much like the rug in here, which is it's an accent in the middle yeah. of a floor. But in Gus's <laughs> shitty apartment, it's this entire carpet. It covers the entire floor and then some. You can actually see at the edges. Yeah. It's like curled up because <laughs> it's literally too big for the floor. Yeah. 
So really I thought funny. that was like a really nice visual cue to show like the downside slide of his life. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to sort of just like plow through these. I no, didn't, it's, no, it's fine. I didn't like sep- I'm not separating them in my head, so I might like jump back and forth. But um, we get to see more of Gus's single life, which he's trying to seem positive on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, he's in this weird um, like apartment complex mm-hmm. that is made up of like um, mostly like as he refers to it, sad, divorced men. Yeah. And uh and also college kids. Yeah, too. a smattering of college kids who yeah. are staying there. Like, apparently, it's like nearby a campus. And also the principal from Freaks and Geeks. Yes, he's in there. Oh, I didn't put that together. You'll yeah. see him. He, he shows up later, too. Oh, he's a guidance counselor. Oh, guidance counselor. Yeah. 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 Who's He always plays like the teacher who yeah. wants to seem hip, but yeah. isn't. Um, yeah, that was actually an awesome scene how he's like got a roommate like a male roommate who yeah. he's like been friends with for 30 years yeah and gus says to like one of his friends he's like god i hope we don't become like that and then his friend is like what Why? The f- is that supposed to mean <laughs> he's like, yeah he's like we would be so lucky Sorry. imagine having a friendship for 37 years yeah. like or whatever i thought that was like, like sort of sweet yeah that was funny we're introduced to birdie who's uh mickey's new roommate yeah she's another person i'm like oh that's that australian actress that yeah. i've seen the before the first time i i heard about her was <laughs> on an episode of comedy bang bang with weird al oh, oh maybe that's fun. where i know her from yeah because i think I've i played that. that episode for you uh years ago when we were on a drive somewhere but yeah she's uh super cute super funny mm-hmm. and, and um Mickey comes across as sort of like calloused and a little um, sarcastic and she's got an edge. And of course, this roommate that moves in with her is just like bubbly and the embodiment of sweetness and and stuff. But Gillian Jacobs does a great job at acting because she does a great job at acting. She does a great job at acting, guys. No, because like you said, she comes off as callous, but you can see in her her body language and like in her eyes Mm -hmm. that she's like she's got a soft underbelly. She's got a soft underbelly and like she's just like so depressed yeah. and down yeah. and like nothing's going right. Right, she's not her. a bad person. She's no. not a great place. Right. And um that's carried out more <clears throat> we sort of get again, like with the juxtapositioning, they do a really nice job with editing and with like um cutted cutting, intercutting between these two storylines to um sort of show how they're similar and dissimilar Mm -hmm. and we sort of see them both hit rock bottom at the same time yeah and the whole first episode they don't even meet until the last like three seconds of the episode uh so they both undergo this like transformational experience which is uh for gus he is sort of invited to a like college kegger party yeah at his apartment like (coughs) common area sorry i'm congested (coughs) (laughs) <laughs> jesus christ um sorry i'm a little congested as he coughs out his entire lung so he's invited to this party where he's like kind of fitting in by putting down the other old people yeah. from the complex and um so he ends up like going back to his room with these two very attractive young ladies who make it clear that they're interested in having a menage a trois as the french would say <laughs> with him it's like something that they've like oh we've always wanted to do this blah blah blah. and he's like very not cool like he's like trying to seem worldly and cool but he's very like i think i'll uh put a condom on now yeah yeah and just like it was incredibly awkward i think that's what's so funny about it is that like oh yeah sex scene like it's gonna be funny or it's not gonna be funny and then like it's immediately funny 
And then like, as but a, it gives you hope, right? As a great, yeah. <laughs> as a great, like a, a guy like Gus getting in that situation. I was like, ooh, maybe someday. Never. Speak for yourself. I would never want to do that. It's really too much pressure. Wow. Uh, this guy, I couldn't please one woman, let alone two. Oh I'm not shaming. More power to you, bro. It's just not for me. <laughs> uh, any hoozle. Um, they make it clear. I forget exactly how it plays out, but uh, oh, he's like, you know, you guys could like kiss, kiss each other something. and stuff. Yeah. And they're like, no. He's like, you want to like, you know, like touch each other? No, we're not really into that. And he's like, well, we're sisters. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> It's awesome. That it's like was so awkward and hard great. stop on the whole scene. Yeah. And he's like, that's like incest. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like yeah. she acts like he's kink shaming. I mean, where do you guys fall on this? I think it's a little messed up too. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be in that situation yeah. at that time. Yeah. Same. I would be like really mad. I'd be. Oh. Yeah. I, all like, I can think of is like, this is like almost like rape. Like they lured him into a sexual escapade that he was not in favor of like he did yeah. not consent to having sex with sisters. right like you're put in this situation and all of a sudden you're like but i can't but we're like taught as men like to respect consent yeah and they did not respect that of him that's mm. true yeah i didn't really think of it that way but i'm not trying to get too serious on it yeah. but that's all i thought about in my mind was like i think they just wanted to make an incest joke by the way are we in the minority because i feel like a lot of guys would watch that and be like dude what's your problem <laughs> well i think that some uh, porn maybe not well, even like now, like stepsister and stepson stuff is really popular. And yeah. they only added the step. Oh, is it? I had no idea. <laughs> they only added like step because of legal reasons, because yeah. it implies incest. So that's why there's some videos that it's like, son F's not his mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I mean, yeah, I don't, I personally never understood that. I'm yeah. sure there's a, and if you an look electro mom, what are you doing? syndrome thing if going you, on there. If you look down in the show notes, we're going to publish Jeff's browser history too. Oh, <laughs> you um, want to do that. <laughs> no. So, anyways, nobody so, wants to see. So that. that's sort of, I don't even want to see it. That's sort of Gus's rock bottom. Is uh, he becomes sort of indignant and like the girls are pissed off and and it ends the whole thing. Meanwhile, Mickey has uh been asked to meet up with her ex. I really wish I knew this guy's name. Let's go with oh, Greg. The, I just remembered the actor's name, the voice of Comedy Central, Kyle Kinane. That's the actor. Oh, that's him. That yeah. sounds really. Then familiar, I've definitely yeah. heard him on Comedy Bang Bang many times. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah he's got that voice like this like yeah gruff voice uh so he texts her and he's like hey can you meet up at blah 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 and she's like first of all she has just taken way more ambient than she should have <laughs> yeah to try to fall asleep because she's upset about the breakup so now she's like drugged and uh she gets this text and she thinks it's like a booty call text mm -hmm. so she tries in a very hilarious and haphazard way to like get herself all sexied up which for her means putting on a one-piece one bathing suit yeah. With a pair of high-waisted jeans and, like, uh, like some fancy shoes or something. I'm into it. And she, like, runs out the door, and where she meets up with him turns out to be this weird, like, Unitarian church cult thing. Yeah. It's, like, full of, like, total hippie shit. And she, like, has this breakdown where she, like, vents about all her issues and stuff, too. And I don't know. It's just, like, a really nice look at, like, where the two of them are in their lives before they come together. Because, you right. know, at this point you can figure out with the amount of time spending on these characters that they're going to be. Yeah. Well, yeah. Plus like I've seen a trailer for it before yeah. I watched it. So. I hadn't. Well, for you. Yeah. But I mean like they're also in the thumbnail. So like it's, they're going to get together. Yeah. 
yeah 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 uh, i mean uh we're spending a lot of time on one episode hitting every single beat i thought this was an episode two i um i guess no nope. I, no because they haven't even met yet and that's at the end of episode one so basically she leaves the unitarian church goes to get a coffee and some cigarettes and doesn't have money it's the next day she's all hung over yeah and and the the gas station clerk is like oh well and then gus is in the gas station getting a gatorade and i thought it was weird that gatorade is two for three dollars and he just buys one you dummy, it's probably two forty nine for the one. Just get the other one and pay fifty cents extra. I mean, Jeff, in his defense, if he has a store card, he could be getting it for one fifty if it's two for three. It's a gas station, so they probably don't do that. Grocery Cumberland that. Farms has a store card, and they will honor it. And Cumberland Farms also charges more than 99 cents for a can of Arizona, so they can lick my taint, Dan. <laughs> they can lick my dirty, filthy taint really hard and deep. Oh, boy. Yeah, so then he offers to pay for the money, and that's where the episode ends. He offers to pay for the money. He offers to pay with the money. Uh, that's where the episode ends. Episode two starts from his point of view, which I thought was cool. I like when shows do this. Yeah, Same. they show him walking in and then uh, buying the And you can just hear her already. arguing in the background and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's great. And th- this episode was, a lot of stuff happened, but basically they just met. They're introducing each other to each other, <laughs> themselves to each other, and um, they get high and they just have like a little adventure. adventure. Yeah. yeah, this episode is basically like, oh, we accidentally are going to be like stuck together, but like not like accidentally, but like they're kind of like they're just obviously they're just hanging with each other. Right. For yeah, the basically, the whole point of this episode is that um, them getting to know each other, them getting to know each other. And then Gus gets so high and she's driving him home that he accidentally <laughs> gives his old address and they show up to his ex-girlfriend's house where yeah. you find out where Dan mentioned that she wasn't actually banging other dudes. Yep. She just said it to get away from him. And then he finds out and gets like upset. And one of the funniest scenes in these three episodes is the Blu-ray thing. Yep. When she's like, take yeah. your DVDs, they're Blu-rays. I like the special features. <laughs> and I was like, that's me. Yeah. That's me and Dan and Jimmy. Yep. That's all of us and Gus. <laughs> he also, I mean, she does raise a good point. I don't remember if it's in this scene or in episode one when they're having their breakup, but he does do this like very like gaslighty, like I'm the good guy thing where he mm. like tries to like take the high he ground. He definitely does that in this scene. And she's like, you don't get to do that. Like we right. broke up. We're both angry. You yeah. don't get to be like, I'll always be there for you if you need me and stuff. Cause that is a thing that guys do. And I'm sure I've done that. And that's like, yeah. not, not, Oh, cool. I've definitely done that in the past and it's real douchey. Yeah. Take the emotional high ground. Uh, so anyways, yeah, that was a great scene. He's super baked. He starts throwing the Blu-rays out of his car. He's yeah. like, what women want? I don't need this. I think that was improvised. I have no idea, <laughs> but just knowing Paul Rust. I could see that. And yeah. it just well, I'm sure like the script said like he throws the movies yeah, out the window. He probably just picked it out and didn't even know what the Blu-ray yeah. was going to be because there's some weird stuff. In yeah. Sweet out home Alabama. <laughs> Bullshit. Yeah, throws it out the window. <laughs> yeah. And then later on when he's like coming down from his high, he's like, why did he throw my blue rays? <laughs> yeah, which, and then and then Mickey was like, he threw away all of them, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. He ends up like at one point helping her roommate move in. Yeah, which is like such a guy experience. Yeah, really uh, funny. Who hasn't like awkwardly had to move boxes or something for someone just because you're there? Yeah, I, I also thought it was really funny too. This is just a throwaway line, but I thought it was like such a quintessential Gus line. When they get baked and whenever they're talking about like how old they are, and then um, Mickey says, "Oh, I'm I'm 32. I'm gonna be 30." Or she just said, "I'm gonna be 32." Or she is 32. I'm sorry. I'm really explaining this one. And then uh, Gus is like, "Oh, so next year you're gonna be as old as Jesus was when he, <laughs> he died." died. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah. Like, yeah. What? I thought that when I was turning 33, I was like, <laughs> was I, "I did it. I made it." <laughs> that was just really. When funny. I turned 28, I was like, 
didn't die. It's just a weird it's thing to say to somebody now. that you just met. Yeah. I thought that was funny. And, uh, I mean, the third episode, we get to see more of their personal lives, mm-hmm. um, them at work. So, Dan, what did you think about episode three? Uh, so I don't remember off the top of my head a lot of Gus's plot line because for me, like Mickey's storyline dominated. So Gus it is, did, yeah. he is a tutor for oh, yeah, a celebrity yeah, yeah. child yeah. who's played by Judd Apatow's daughter, Maeve. Yeah. Oh, I didn't put that together. And um, oh, you didn't know that? Well, I know Maude a lot, yeah. his older daughter. She was in the King of Satin Island. Yeah. Which good was movie. pretty good. It was okay. Yeah. Um, any hoozle bingo cross it off yeah and and he also is an inspiring uh script writer yeah so, so he's, he's trying, trying to, to like get get, a, get in good with the showrunner yeah like hey if you ever want to throw around ideas right. and she's like yeah whatever just make sure this girl passes her test or else she's not going to be on the show for two and then weeks. you see a lot of stuff like the inside workings of child stars because like judd apatow worked with a lot of child stars yeah. and now both his daughters are I mean, actors. this is rough like take a yeah. picture of me and he's like oh do you want to move your hair out of face she's yeah. like no that's the whole point yeah <laughs> my hair is prettier than my face yeah and she like really loses good. it and throws a tantrum but what i really wanted to focus on was mickey's storyline because it's really messed up it's very messed yeah. up again we think she's getting me too yeah but really she's raping a man yep yeah kind of <laughs> i mean i i think it works with her personality and she is in a situation shitty situation because i do believe her that this guy her boss has fired women who didn't reciprocate i feelings. think that she probably felt like she was the one being raped or taken she definitely thought she was being taken advantage of yes i think she thought that she was like like as she alluded to like sexually harassed like she was being put into a a situation Uh where if she didn't reciprocate advances she would be fired which wasn't the case we find out oh i think it was the case but she chose to protect herself in a fucked up way sorry oh oh yeah yeah okay he really was making passes at her yes he was and he tries to say that the women in the past were fired for valid reasons. I tend to agree with her. Mm-hmm. I think subconsciously he becomes attracted to women. If they don't reciprocate, he loses that attraction and sees them in a worse light than they really are. Maybe. Right. Yeah. That seemed likely to me based on what we get from his personality, which he's, he's sort of like a whiny, complainy guy about his job and stuff like that. Excellently played by another actor who I'm like, this is that guy from Brett that thing. Kirschler. Is that his name? Could be. I think so. He's the he's, uh, he's, private eye in Stranger Things. Oh, he yeah. had a great little one one episode arc, uh, role on Mad Men, like towards the end of the series. I um, think he's in a show called Married, too. He's definitely been yeah. in another comedy show, and I confuse their characters. And he is, plays sort of a similar douchey, awesome character in Fleabag as well, which you guys will see more. I don't someday. know about that, but... Um, so anyways, uh, so yeah, she feels like she's being taken advantage of, and she wants to turn the tide, but really ends up really sad, which is that... She like coerces him, like comes on to him really hard and ends up having sex with him. And it's just like a very like awkward, violent sexual encounter where she's like just trying to get over with. It's clear that she does not want to be doing this. Correct. But she feels like it's the only way to save her job. So it's like very murky as far as like, you know, morality wise. Uh, She feels like this is her only option. He feels like he's being taken advantage of. Yeah. It's gross. The whole situation is gross. And I think it's ballsy for the show to do this. Yeah. Because she's clearly going to be a protagonist and she clearly is not a great person. Yeah. Or at least is not making good decisions. Yeah. I I think I would agree with that. But um, I mean, you can say it seems like it's on a smaller scale because it doesn't involve like sexual intercourse. But Mm. 
Gus is making a poor moral decision as well. Yeah, he's helping uh, Arya cheat to further his career. Mm-hmm. I would go so far as to say he's not just helping her. He just cheats. Yeah, yeah. No. He At no point does he, like, say to her, like, hey, if you want to help you out. He doesn't bring her into it he at all. He just fills yeah. the test out for she her. She leaves the room and he just completes the test. But yeah. you do see him talking to the producer. He tries to say she has stuff going on. The producer doesn't care. Right. And you'll see more of that if you are yeah. talked into this. So, yeah. It's, it's just murky all around, guys. Yeah, it's, it's dirty, dirty, dirty. So before I ask you overall thoughts, I will say last time, Jimmy and I were just like, let's do three episodes, whatever. We don't yeah, I want to comment on this as well. Uh, you did not really get to see Gus and Mickey's relationship no, no. at all. Something you guys, to look forward the to. The first I half of this episode, you guys are like, <laughs> oh, it's the ultimate showing of a relationship but it is. and so how it works. We just, this is the worst uh, a host has done on Talk Me Into, picking things. Usually you pick like a good stopping point or give you like, enough. Cool. But like, you did start to see the relationship build and well i mean if you had said to me in the first half of this episode like we're gonna get you to a point where you're at a cliffhanger and you really want to continue then i'd be like we did we also did tell you we don't remember yeah Yeah. so i just thought it was funny like i finished episode three and i was like they're not even a couple yet (laughs) (laughs) so i watched it too and i was like oh we didn't do a good job probably should have gone four episodes um so i guess i'll give you my final push before you give overall thoughts but my final push is please watch more because <laughs> the relationship like the reason i like this show a lot is because they do take the time they don't they're not just like episode two you bought me a coffee and smokes yeah. so we're dating now no it's a struggle it's three for them seasons to even be, of a relationship yeah it's a struggle just for them to become a couple and then once they are a couple it goes crazy places right. um after that so any overall thoughts yeah so i do have a couple overall thoughts um i like that this does feel like a Judd Apatow movie. I think mm-hmm. the the way it's paced and written are very reminiscent to me of like his earlier TV work, like Freaks and Geeks, Undeclared, stuff like that. Um, the characters feel real. They the world feels lived in. I think all those are really strong. All those aspects and attributes. I think there's a lot of cool side characters too. Like you see a couple of his friends in the diner at one point. Oh man, one of my favorite back. characters got introduced in episode three, and I was like, oh, he's not even like a character yet. I know because like, I'm like, oh, they don't even show like his band that he's in. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of cool stuff in the side. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I will also say that I think. Uh, as you guys did give me episodes that focused on their like failed relationship and the build up to a new relationship, a lot of this rings true with experiences in my life, specifically mm-hmm. him obsessing about her responding to his text message yep. throughout episode two, I believe three. it was, or three. three. Yeah. the third one, yeah. That is the realest shit I've ever seen on yep. TV. Yep. Because I'm married and I still do that. With technology, <laughs> it's like you have sent your emotions into the ethos <laughs> and ether ether and their response or lack of response can be such a world of variance like mm-hmm. and to her it literally meant nothing she was yep. just like didn't get around to it oh, and then well, it was like back. sup yeah. yeah and then he's like he was elated when she <laughs> he said like so excited, yeah. and that's kind of how the episode ended yeah so he was on the golf that. cart with Arya so and he's like all chipper yeah. and everything um so that shit was real as far as like down points downsides whatever you want to call it um I don't really have a lot of complaints about the show and I'm, I'm really not trying to bury you guys, but I don't really feel like I saw enough of what this show is going to be to make a super informed decision. Mm. Um, I think you have, I just don't think that you've seen them in a relationship yet. Well, 
it could go a lot of ways. What we've seen could go like really well and happy and funny, or it could also go like dark and they could struggle with their issues. And I mean, maybe both. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had seen more well, to know. Maybe you will. Jimmy, just why ask, you the ask him. Just ask him. Can it have me do it? Do okay. it, Jim. Daniel, Daniel Mueller of Earth. Did Jeff and I talk you into Netflix series Love? No. Aww. What? I talked myself into I love because you guys did a bad job. I knew, I as soon as he said no, I saw this little <laughs> shit smirk on his face. Sorry, Jim, but ah, uh, I I hate the tricks. Just yes or no. It was good. No maybes. No. It was yeah, good. it's good. It's a good show. But how much more did you watch? I didn't need this podcast. You guys could have been like, hey, watch Love, and I would have watched. We it did that like, multiple been times. Doing that for five years. Okay. And you watched two wrong things. Okay, let me rephrase that. We needed the conceit of the podcast. But okay. we didn't need specifically. How many more inside. episodes have you watched? I haven't watched any just because okay. I didn't take notes. So I didn't want to have like right, screwed right. up. Like, okay, well, great. I'm glad you liked it. I'm going to watch more. You should. It's I will it's say my one seasons. complaint. I, that's what I like about it. If it was like still ongoing, I might be. A and little there's an end. It's not left open. Yeah, it's a I, complete um, story. I do think it has a little bit of a problem that a lot of Judge Judd Apatow's recent work has shared, which is that some of it feels a little inflated. I yeah. feel like the episodes could have been trimmed like five minutes each, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think they're a good length. Well, they're obviously you do long. because like you uh, are fighting for this, but <laughs> yeah. I'm just telling you. That's good. I, I'm looking forward to seeing more, though, um, especially like you said, that it has a concise ending. I like stuff like that. I wouldn't want to get to the end of like three seasons and just be like, um. Hmm. Side yeah. tangent, there's a show that I'm loving right now that I really want to talk you guys into, and I won't because it ends on a cliffhanger and is probably never coming back. What's it called? Mindhunter. Oh, okay. Never heard no. of it. Um, so next week, I think I'm talking you guys into something, right? I don't have my phone in front Uh-oh. of me. Uh-oh. It's either me list. or Jimmy. Well, let's pretend you are, and we'll see if you're right. <laughs> next week, I am going to talk you both into a musical performer that I am a huge fan of, and his name, I got the thumbs up from Dan, I'm going through with it, his name is Frank Turner. Yeah. And I'll tell you more about him next week. Uh, I have a playlist already made for you guys. Wacky. Wow. 25 songs. I think it's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. And uh, I think you're both going to really like it. And I'll find out next time we record if you did. Okay. In the meantime, Jimmy, where can oh. people find the podcast on the internet? They can find the podcast at talkmeinto, talkmeinto at gmail.com. If you feel so inclined, you can send us files for if you're a guest on the show. Um, <laughs> you can also, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird thing to say. <laughs> we do that for guests. Uh, yeah. You can uh, send us an email there if you want to uh, tell us what we should be talked into or just reviewing the show, say what you really like about it. Or you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash talk me into. We'll really like you then because you are giving us money in exchange for exclusive content. And uh, it's going to be really fun if you do that. Money for goods. That's capitalism, baby. Yeah, yep. baby. We're in America. They'll do that. Greatest country in the world. And you can also follow us. <laughs> you can subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, search up talk me into. You'll find us all of our um, 
cook, cook with, with us. us around there. <laughs> Good job. I was uh, swallowing some stopped. spit real quick there. Learning. <laughs> That's something that everybody does every several seconds, but nobody ever says it. Yeah. Swallowing you some gotta, spit. You just gotta swallow some yeah, spit. Yeah, just swallow that spit. Baby. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's where you can find us. Jeff, where can people find you personally on the interwebs? People can find me on Instagram at large, Heart on Collider, where I post a lot of stuff about talking into some polls, like uh, the listener's choice episode. Part of it was decided by my stories. So yeah, just hey, go check that out. Hey, that's great, Jeff. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Jeff with five S and number 27. That's my catchphrase too, I guess. Dan, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter uh, under the username, Danny underscore breakdown. And uh, you can check out my band at olddogsmusic.com. That's old with an E at the end, like we're from England. They're on Spotify, too. The one album up there? Yeah. Listen to it the other day. Our first full length, Nothing's on the Line. Really good. Check out old with an E, dogs. On and I'm Spotify. not just saying that because you're my friend. I was listening to it like, this is actually like really good. And Thank I even you. texted you. I was like, where, where was this mm-hmm. recorded? And you Thank told you me. so much. You're so welcome. Thank you for listening nope. to Talk Me Into, Jim. <laughs> You can find me at If Son I of a did fish. that, you would have murdered me. Everybody stop talking. You nobody threw it. Murdered I would have, me. but nobody. You would have. It was your job to throw it, and you didn't, so I just took Jimmy, it upon myself. What Jimmy, would Jeff say if I had done that? Jimmy, <laughs> where do people me. find you on the internet, Jim? They can find me at Son of a Fitch. Nobody wants me to say it. S O N N A V A F I T C H on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thank you for listening to Talk Me Into. What will we talk you into next? Sounding like hypocrisy. Jeff's hypocrisy. How many episodes are we doing, Jeff? Four? Whatever you want. Probably four is fine. I don't even remember. I don't either. It's going to be fun. How many episodes are in it? Ten? I think there's 10 per season, yeah. I like I Three. like erring, erring, ebbing, flowing towards fewer. Okay. We can do three. Into love. <clears throat> Hold on. Dan, you bring us into love. Power love. It's curious thing. Okay, I'm trying to pull love up on Wikipedia, and the top results are love, emotion, lover, <laughs> yeah. album, Taylor Swift. Just type in love TV and you'll find it. It's very easy. Don't tell me what to do. Love is exciting and new. The love boat. Come on, let's go. Is he recording? I am. I want to record. I don't want to sit here all day. I don't. I do this. I'm trying. I do it for the money, Dan.